0: She's on American Beauty I'm an American Psycho She's on American Beauty I'm on American i on American It's show, an all-time Psycho. Americana show, man For December 14, 2022 How's it going? How goes it? Oh, man Almost Christmas Episode 299 Next week is 300 Jesus Christ, time flies well, I finally was home this past weekend. What well, were you not home, DK? What the fuck? Um, the reality is that I haven't been home so much. So, you know, you know, there's just a lot going on and then you're just not home. And then, you know, you i become more of a couch potato the last two months that I that I have been for some reason. Maybe it's just it's getting sick. Not COVID. Not RSV. Probably just cold that's like becoming a... Cough or something, anyways. You know, the weather is affecting, I think. The there was a travel last weekend that affected too, but you know, basically, I just said, Fuck it, I got catch up to do. <laughs> I got a lot of <coughs> oh my god, there comes a cough again. I got a lot of catch up to do with the TV shows and everything, podcasts also, because I'm not my own, but like I'm getting behind on getting you know, catching up and listening to them, and then uh. I finally got around watching uh, Yellowstone. Full of spoilers. Um, you know, I, I'm i not a whatever huge, whatever ranch fan. I like Red Dead Redemption. I enjoy that fucking game the hell out of it. I still play here and there. So given that with a RDR two, I said, let's give this a stab. And then also another show that people have been comparing a lot is a Succession on HBO. I enjoy the hell out of it. For the quick snappy dialogue and then also doesn't exactly like fool the audience, you know, like insult the audience. Like we're like simpletons with the kitty gloves or kitty clubs or something. Um, and then the fast paced side of it, I really enjoy. Uh, that's why I enjoy Succession. And some people told me coming into the series, like, oh, it's like Succession, you know, with a similar background about rich family with their legacy. One's a media company conglomerate that Succession kind of modeled off of the uh, Murdoch families, whereas a Yellowstone is about protecting the Yellowstone-Dutton Ranch over in Montana, and then it's the legacy seven generations of it. And then apparently this thing has become so popular that they spun off two shows, 1883, that's on Paramount+. Plus. I think there's like 1923 that's coming out again with the Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. I'm like, Jesus, that's some star power for a television streaming show. And uh, I think another one for the 4-6 is uh, for the Texas Range as uh, a spin-off show. So there's a lot happening on this thing. You know, the, it's creating its own universe. Um, so I was just like, all right, what's what's great about it? Let's start watching it, and it's on Peacock. So just, just for the watching viewing side uh, for those in America, I don't think this is as confusing if you're outside America. If you want to watch the Yellowstone, it's... It's like on the. it's been on Paramount Network in USA, which used to be the former Spike TV, which used to be the former TNN, the Nashville Network. Uh, but now, but the streaming service is not on Paramount Plus in America. I think it's on Paramount Plus in Canada. I see a lot of ads in Canada for Paramount Plus now as it's launching, but not in America because... Peacock with NBC Universal somehow has the eternity of the streaming rights on Yellowstone. Uh, it's like all right, but it's not a Universal property, anyways. You know the business, right? So one time I fucking used Peacock is like either the Real Housewives or some kind of NBC show or sports or Yellowstone at this point or WWE should, You know I watch here and there. So anyways, I, I catch up on Yellowstone. I'm through about more than halfway through season four. I think season five is going right now. And then I caught up two and a half seasons, basically, in just this past weekend. And yes, I'll be honest. I don't fast watch as in like I don't do one and a half, two times like I do with a podcast. I heard some people do that with the YouTube and Netflix. I don't know why you do it. But instead, if I see a meaningless dialogue that I don't feel compelled to watch where it doesn't capture my attention, I just scroll through. I have never done this until I started watching Sands of Anarchy when it was on Netflix a few years ago because people said so much great things about like so many things about Sands of Anarchy and then I started getting into it Um, and then I just go like, this is a glorified Hamlet and it was! It ended up being an inspiration as Hamlet, but then I just go like, I felt like there are a lot of fillers in this thing, you know and I'm not going to go season by season for Sands of Anarchy, but then the The feeling that I got at the end of it was, like, I watch all these other FX shows, you know, like, Justified, The Shield. Justified is one of my favorite, also because of the strong dialogue on this show. But I'm going to have to go back and watch that series again and see if I feel the same way. 24, Rescue Me, all those things, you know, kind of like distraught, an imperfect main character, anti-hero, yada, 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 getting emo, if you want to call it. And then you have all problem at home and stuff. It's a vulnerable hero. Why can't we have a one solid hero in this thing? And at Yellowstone, you know, I, I just go like, is is John Dutton Kevin Costner's character? Is he a hero? Uh succession makes you wanna hate all of them. If you wanna look at like rich spoiled kids, the Murdoch families, and see who you root for. I never understood for Uh, Succession, for example, I never understood rooting for any of them because all the kids are fucking stupid and apparently that's a thing and I feel the same way about Yellowstone and I just go like, well, if you're watching the series in a very objective perspective, this family is fucking stubborn and stupid and then it's cockamaniac as to why they're like getting behind on time. But if you look at it from the inward of a family out view as a family as a protagonist, the Dutton family, and go like, yeah, it's the, you protect the house and the family and all that shit. And I'm not one of those people that also, you know, that go like, this is a Republican wet dream. You know, all that shit. I don't get that either. Because, like, this story point and the plots that they're really sharing in here is no different from non-Republican wet dream shows that you can think of. So I just go like, I don't buy that. I know people politicize it that way. I don't know why. Why? Because it's fucking Montana instead of New York City, like it's shown on succession. But like if you wanna look at it in the political spectrum of things, it's just like you're just conserving what they feel like it. But also, Dutton Ranch is pretty damn progressive, having, you know, black and women cowboy wranglers and their fucking farm. So it's like, excuse me, kettle farm, you know? So I just go whatever on it, right? And then like I I, I don't wanna especially in environments like this, I don't want fucking virtual signaling characters in there. Like, I think in the first season, I saw a lot of Chinese tourists, which I think is an awfully realistic representation of, like, what the fuck happens. rather than just slotting a random-ass fucking Asian character in there and say, this guy was a wrangler on a fucking bumfuck nowhere in Montana. (laughs) It makes no sense at all. So I go, like, I appreciate that level of, like, detail and not insulting the audience that way. That said, as this, this season has progressed, I wonder where all the Chinese tourists went. <laughs> I miss them from the first season. I want them back. And then Kevin Costner gives a speech about like, oh, one man owns us all fucking land. All that shit. You know, I just go like, this is the American way. And I'm like, well, it is. And then, but it's hilarious, like having Chinese tourists on this. I don't know. I miss the Chinese tourists. But anyway, my criticism of the show, or if you want to call it a critique of it, is just that it just, it gives a lot of Sands of Anarchy vibes. And it it tries to play catered... I don't know who it's catering to, but I could see how this show is the cable TV's most popular television show the last two, three years. And people get sucked into watching it. But you don't hear much critical acclaim for this show compared to, say, Succession. Succession seems to be popular amongst people my age and younger people on the internet and Reddit and whatnot. Where I just go like... I. It, it's still an entertaining show that I just like, you know, I binge. I fucking binge. I'm still binging right now trying to finish season four. I just go like, I'm binging. Um, but it's a sign that it's a pretty followable, consumable show. The only thing I will say is the, the villain development in this show is awfully fucking lacking. Even compared to, say, The Justified or The Sands of Anarchy. I know the writer, the creator of the show, Taylor Sheridan, who was on Sands of Anarchy, by the way, as one of the Captain America. That was his nickname theme on that show, the character of it. Um, but basically, you're like, I think there's an immense amount of pressure on the main creator to just come up with everything, <laughs> which I think is fucking sad. Because season two, spoiler alert, whatever, children. Like. Season 2 spoilers of it. Season 1, I felt, was, like, fucking slow as shit. And I just go, like, what's so fucking great about this show? And then season 2, it picked up. And then, but the season 2, the problem was that, like, the main villain, like, the switch from what you thought was a main villain to, oh, no, the two minor villains who are really allies, you know, the, the frenemies at this point. And then they decide to turn against the main villain. The development of the main villain in that second season was fucking lacking. The third season comes in and then it's like, oh, the, the premise is basically this, that ranch is the biggest ranch in fucking Montana and other America, and then they protected this for more than seven generations. But the times are getting rough so that, like, there are all these, like, outside interests interested in just taking over this land, the farmland, which is a real subject that's going on around today, like... Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are buying these lands. Why? You know, it's not like, uh, who was it? Uh, Fucking Ted Turner bought all these lands after he got kicked out of AOL, the Warner, Time Warner AOL, and then bought all these lands to stay Buffalo's, you know? Ted's fucking Buffalo House, you know, and all that shit. But the thing is, like, oh, we want to turn Montana into like this next level of investment, blah, blah, blah. Colorado did it. Why can't Montana? Blah, blah, blah. Then people have affinity for this, but then, you know, just uh, objectively, it makes sense. And then the the hanging, I guess, the thread that just are trying to keep it as, like, the Dutton family keeps it together. And then that's why they're creating all these prequels to explain why this matters. a seven generation of, like, land that, like, they have attained and, like, maintained and all that, that, all this far. And I'm just going, like, all right, but, like the villains that they're trying to develop are like either corporate interests or other rich people who want to take the land for their own interests and stuff. I'm like, cool. but at the same time, I'm just like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's the suspension of disbelief for the villains in this show is getting ridiculous. Even in the season two, like, okay, for example, the season two, it was leading that, oh, somebody killed John Dutton ranch's like kettle with some fucking disease or whatever, right? in the early, in the beginning of the season. You thought it was a reservation, the res people, who hate Dutton family's guts because they took the, they took their fucking motherland. I am completely with them. With the indigenous people's rights. But also, like, way they want to do it, it comes off of like, fucking villainy. Well, you gotta play the game, dog. And the other is a California developer, the Jenkins people. But then like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They think they could just come in and then like whip their thing around and then build a fucking casino or something or another hotel. And the tertiary villain that they introduced somewhere part of the season in the beginning was the Beck brothers who have the alcohol and then whatever license in the entire fucking state. And instead of, you know, they didn't like how the res people were trying to build a casino with a Californian outsider developer and try to get Dutton family's help. It's like, hey, this is not how Montana works. You got to show it to these people. For some reason, without really any explanation or anything, tur- they just turned on Dutton family instead. It was like, some people on the internet argue that's a wrong, one wrong move the Beck family made, and then they somehow hired the fucking white power militia people to kidnap the kid, and it became a whole, basically the last season finale is a whole one mission in the Red Dead Redemption 2. But the modern version of it, rescuing a kid, the Breathwaite family, if you want to be specific. And I just go like, alright. Like, it was a cool action scene and all. You got to the, got the cowboy shooting that y'all were looking for. But I just go like, why did this rich fa- like rich brother family, the Beck family, Beck brothers, who seemed to have it all together and all of a sudden acted stupid. Why are you stupid? Why is this villain so stupid at the end? So they ended up, what happened was that the Rez people, the Dutton family and the California developer joined forces together to fight against the brothers. That was like the last two, three episodes of the season. And I just go like, this is fucking stupid. I never I never had this kind of like, wow, that's a fucking stupid feeling since I never had that in Sense of Anarchy. I guess I kind of had that in 24 near the end of it. I was like, why? How many times does Jack Bauer need to get kidnapped with the Russians and shit? This is fucking stupid. And I think like, you know, I it was just stupid. The development of a villain was so fucking stupid that I just go like, why is this show fucking popular? And then season three, oh, the story is there's another like hedge fund, you know, that took over the Californian people's interest and in try to continue for a bigger project, trying to build a big city. They want to build their own brick and rich in Montana. And then they want to build an you know, uh build an airport in the middle of they gotta somehow got an approval from FAA. And all that to build it in the middle of the private land. And they're trying to do everything. Using the state government. Resource to call eminent domain. To claim the land and blah blah blah. And I just go like. right, Is the villain the big corporate interest? Because at the end of it. They started having a fucking shootout. Because the corporate plan. Did not start working out. Because the Duttons were doing their Dutton thing. You know playing dirty as they say. And then. Throw every trick on the wall in the book. Hey, short the big company's stock. You know, and then also throw some harassment accusation at the CEO of this, like, corporation to throw off the deal. So the CEO got mad and said, you know, do whatever it takes to get rid of this fucking family. And then it became another white militia versus a Dutton family shootout war. And then they left on a cliffhanger going into season four intro. And I just go like, I'm sorry, I understand the whole, like, like, oh, corporations are evil, too big to fail, versus a, this little tiny family here, but I just go like, I'm sorry, this family ain't so fucking small for seven generations, and then you're trying to, like, justify that, like, oh, some firework is needed to, like, gunfights are needed to fight this, I just started laughing, cool action scenes, you got some fucking moments, but I go like, this is fucking stupid. And then I'm watching season four, and then you get a bunch of like subplots about, like, oh, I guess the daughter wants to, daughter of the Dutton family, Beth, that every, every women seem to love as an empowering female character, which I do not understand. And I just go, like, she's a wreck of a fucking character. And then I just go, like, that's what you aspire to? Beth is a badass. And then Beth, I saw that on some of the Bumble profiles. Yes, I'm a Bumble Lifetime member. I, I want my rip to my Beth. It's like fucking Pam to Jim shit from The Office, but 2021 version of it. You want Rip? You want Beth? You you want to be that fucking miserable in this miserable fucking family? How, should, you know, like, how dumb this family is. Especially for the kids like Beth, Casey, Jamie. And uh, the fucking plot twist that they threw in there at the end of season three is like, Oh, Jamie's adopted. <laughs> I just go like, they had to go there. <laughs> I just go like, corporation is evil. This kid is like, I mean, it's a hilarious, hilarious, like, turn of events where I just go like, I cannot suspend my disbelief. I, so I don't understand how this show, like, is gonna find its way out. It's milking so much money for Paramount, the Viacom Paramount business, but I just go like, this show is fucking stupid. If you're trying to sell this to, like, fucking. International audience other than United Kingdom, maybe Australia. I just go like this is fucking stupid. This show is dumb. <laughs> I love the firefights. i I'm, I'm keep watching it just to see what the Rockstar North and Red Dead Redemption 3 or 4, or whatever comes out in a decade at this point. I really think it's like this, like Red Dead Redemption 3 has to go modern times and go fucking they'll go. Yellowstone fucking TV show and this shit. I'm watching it to see how many plot points they take from this to make a video game out of it because a video game is going to be immensely more entertaining than this fucking show. Just like the Red Dead Redemption 2 which took the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid plot to the T but it took it did a great job paying attention to the detail that it made the whole game an enjoyable experience. But this TV show itself I just go like I I get the like the from old people watching this show, fucking boomers and Karens of this thing watching this show, like kind of loving it. But if I watch the show, you know, compared to the other shows that are out there, I just go like, this ain't that fucking great. I don't think this is like award worthy. I think it's very simpleton, which I guess is the point of this. They're trying to attract that old classic Western audience. You want that old Dallas. You want that old feeling of a mesh, mesh. You know, or some, some kind of that shit. You want that old gritty feeling back to it, right? But I just go, this whole show is fucking stupid. This is not a Republican wet dream. There's no Republican liberal in this because it's basically Republicans fighting against the Republicans in this entire fucking show. And it's not exactly a wet dream because this show ain't exactly dunking on liberals either. This show ain't exactly dunking on conservatives other than the fucking militias that Dutton Family's fighting. Which I just go like, Red Dead Redemption 2 had that too. They had a pretty diverse fucking sort of Dutchland gang. The Vandalin gang. But then like, they hate like all the racists and shit. And I just find that fascinating. So I'm just like watching this show. And then trying to see what part of this is going to become Red Dead Redemption 3. The modernized version of it. It's like going to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And then like, modernizing the Call of Duty franchise that was fucking great. But otherwise, this show as itself, I just go like, what's so great about it? I mean, it's entertaining, but I could watch the other shows or other te- podcasts that are way more entertaining than this. Because the villains are so weak in this show. The villains are so fucking lackly developed and fucking stupid that like it makes me go, Dutton Family is going to win. I just want them to do one logical thing at the end, which is like, sell the fucking land, make gazillion dollars. And then ride onto the sunset. That should be the end of the fucking series. And give your legacy to whatever pieces of the land you have to the remaining part of the next generation of the Dutton family, the eighth and ninth generation of the Dutton's that are on this show, right? Leave it there. But don't give me this like rest of this like, oh corporate interest trying to take over this shit. Cause you know that's the right fucking move. And corporate interest could not beat this one stupid family that they hired a militia. I just go. Let's stop this, because they had that plot twice now, and then I'm just going like, I'm, I'm, I don't know how season five is going right now, I'm not even checking it out, but I just go like, uh-huh, I, I want them to kind of end it at this point. And I'm sure Taylor Sheridan, the writer, is sick of this shit, too. <laughs> he wants to just move on and write other shows. I'm sure that's why they have the prequel, you know, series in 1883, How the West Was Won, and then 1923, for some fucking reason, I was like, alright, this is a between period of the fucking thing. And I'm like, great creating the universe, but I just go like, is this the show that is like worth dying over like I thought with the hype? No. Fuck no. But anyways, thanks for listening. Let me know what you think about Yellowstone. Are you a big fan? Are you offended about what I just said? I think the villains are so fucking stupid on this show that the heroes don't look that even fucking great. That's my conclusion of it. Email me at a-show a- at a-show at Episode 300. What's going to happen? We'll see you next week. Peace out.